Hey everyone, welcome to our special Valentine's Day edition side quest. We yeah. have a fun little thing planned for you, but before we get into that, just want to acknowledge that this is our first um, fully recorded remotely side quest with the three of us. Uh, Producer mm -hmm. Sean, do you want to tell people why we're recording remotely and not at your house as we normally do? Well, uh, you all might recall that uh, I've been on this cleanse, which is why <laughs> I haven't been drinking. And, uh, you know, I lost a few pounds and then I thought, you know, I can do better. So I uh, started intermittent fasting. You can uh, Google that. And, you know, it's another thing that helps if uh, it interests you to find out about it. And then I thought, uh, you know, that's working too. But why not go for the hat trick and just get COVID? <laughs> And shave off as much as I can. <laughs> so that's what I did. Uh, it has been a blast in more ways than one. And uh, yes, here we all are in our three separate little uh, mini studios. Yeah, um, yeah. we have recorded um, remotely um, previously, but it's always been we've had a guest or when yeah. we did um, a crossover with On the Path. So this is the first time that it's just been the three of us that we're not actually um, in person together. So it's a little, little bit different, a um, little bit kind of um, unique, but we sound different than how you're used to hearing us. Um, that's why. Tim, how does it feel to be the the unicorn, the last man standing in terms of the Rona? <laughs> Tim still hasn't um, gotten it, guys. So good yeah, job, Tim. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, like, I'm not quite sure, you know, why that is. I'm like out and doing things just like, you know, the rest of you are. I just... I just haven't got it. Um, like I'm, I'm trying not to convince myself that I have some weird natural. <laughs> You're like I'm to just it. immune. <laughs> like I'm trying not to convince myself of that because that's just going to be. Then I'm going to start being stupid and taking unnecessary risks and stuff like that. And you know, um, I don't. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, but I also will say I'm not the only person I know who hasn't gotten it. Right. Yeah. Um, we definitely know other people who have not. Um, I think what's unusual is that both me. And Christina, and um, also my son and his his mother and and, and their family, like like it's just none. Of, it's none of us have gotten it. So I don't know. There you, you know. go. <laughs> Maybe well, there is some weird genetic stuff there, but I'm Sean, not going to convince we're myself. We're glad that. you're feeling better. We're sorry yeah. that you're still testing positive and you're still in isolation, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all dumb. But it's definitely in the phase of just being annoying now and not you know painful in yeah. any way. So. I'll yeah. take that. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah, hopefully by next week, you know, we'll be good to be back in the same place again. Back on um, our bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's kind of weird, you know. Uh, I'm like, you know, we're all separate when we're talking about Valentine's Day and love and we're like relationships and like, you know, um, you think of like that, you think of like people being together. And even though we're not romantically involved, it's just like. It's just like it's weird to be so separate, I think, when we're talking about love. So I don't know. It'll be kind of kind of interesting. But I do have whiskey and we do love our whiskey. Um, we love our whiskey you... so much that I'm not drinking whiskey today. <laughs> you are cheating. I'm cheating. Look, that. we're doing a Valentine's Day <laughs> yeah. episode. I'm okay. drinking a pink drink. Yeah, that's um, true. I it made myself a, a gin and tonic with some Edinburgh gin, raspberry gin that I got from my trip to Scotland. I love it. I'm a big fan of this brand. And now I'm trying to find it in the U.S., which is being problematic. It's it's in some places, but not the ones that I want. So <laughs> yeah. if anybody wants to ship me some Edinburgh gin from Scotland, uh, look me up. This has been an epic quest for you trying to find that stuff here. A few months. Yeah. Since my trip. 
I think our rule is when we do um, these sort of remote um, online recording sessions, like, you know, um, we, we, we play fast and loose with what we actually drink. It I did. Have, we, have you know, we little inside baseball peek behind the curtain kind of thing. We did record another side quest and I did have some whiskey prior. So <laughs> you're mixing. I'm mixing. Um, I always mix, man. The, the rules don't apply to me. <laughs> well, with me, I am drinking, um, you know, I thought like I don't your your drink definitely looks more Valentine's Day like um, it's very for pink. those of you guys. Yeah, you can't see it, but it's very pink. Valerie is also wearing um, a, a lovely sweater of hers that <laughs> is like it's a white sweater, but it has these little pink pearls. So she's oh, they're pairs. Kind of, they're little oh, happy they're pairs. pairs. Yeah, they I got little faces on them. Pears. Yeah, because pears. you've been drinking. Yes, that's it. Um, no, um, pink pears. Yeah. And they're. But it just looks, she looks very Valentine's Day-like in general. I don't know if that was deliberate or if it just happened to, you know, Somewhat. Like a fortuitous circumstance. But, um, but yeah, very, very Valentine's-y. Me, I am not drinking a Valentine's Day drink. I thought the best thing I could do to make it Valentine's Day appropriate was to drink a whiskey that I love. And <laughs> so I pulled out, and it's one we've had before. Um, I've talked about how much I like this one. Um you know, it's um, it's slain. It's the Irish nice. whiskey that we had before. I'm, you know, it's become my favorite sort of just go to Irish whiskey. So, um, so yeah, man, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you know, I'll probably bring it out for St. Patrick's Day too. <laughs> but, um, but hey, and I'm still drinking tea like a chump. <laughs> I am wearing a Frankenhooker shirt. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you are. You are. Um, I. Oh <laughs> yeah, I can see it now. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you're you're. You know, you got to get better, Sean. And, you know, and you're you're taking a trip soon. So that was a little thing. <laughs> um, I am. It's going to undo all the progress. I've made. Don't you worry. <laughs> so, um, anyhow, we should also probably acknowledge that we know we drop our, our new episodes on Wednesday. So this is getting to you the day after Valentine's Day. So hopefully you guys all had a, a great Valentine's if you celebrate. Happy half price chocolate day, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Um Great Valentine's Day if you do that sort of thing. Great, you know, what's what do you call it when you're just single by yourself and happy? I don't know. I just call it a day. (laughs) Valentine's Day. I don't know. Great, great February. Great, yeah, great Tuesday, February 14th. If it's, you know, I'm not morally opposed to Valentine's Day. Like, it's fine. Yeah. It's a day. I don't know. I I got a cute card from my nephew. It was, you know, (laughs) these, these days, I feel like every holiday is like, you know, like potentially triggering to some people. So it's like, I want to yeah. be sensitive. I right, wanna, that's like, true, like, like, yeah. Like, you know, oh no, if, if it's hard for you to get through Valentine's Day, you know, hopefully you had a good whatever day yesterday was. For you, and hopefully so. you buy yourself some half price candy today because yeah, that's what I do help. every February 15th. That'll, that'll help for sure. Um, Tim, do you and Christina do Valentine's stuff? No. but okay but in fairness um valentine's day is super 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 close to my birthday Mm -hmm. and to um dylan my son's birthday and so um figuring out stuff for valentine's day getting valentine's gifts or making plans to do something like romantic for valentine's day and then immediately also having to figure out birthday stuff for me is like a lot and and oh and then also dylan because anyone who's in my life is also in Dylan's life. So it's just, it's a lot. So I was, I was happy to immediately say, oh yeah, let's just not worry about Valentine's. Um, now granted, if Christina really was into it, 
I, I, I'd buck up and, and do stuff, but we're just, you know, she's just not because it's like we go out to get dinner or a nice dinner anytime and any other day of the year, it's going to be a lot less easy, a lot easier to get a reservation. And cheaper and there's yeah. not going to be a prefix menu. Yeah. And yeah. 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 So I'm not, you know, if you guys love, if you're listening, you love it. Certainly not trying to throw any shade, but it's just, it's to me, it's just stress that like we don't need. Um, so, you know, while it's fun to kind of like, you know, celebrate Valentine's Day like we're going to tonight with this podcast. Um, you know, it's the whole romantic aspect of it has not been ever really my thing. You're not into the Agreed. commercialism. <laughs> no, no. And I'm not even a big candy guy, so I can't say yeah. I, I love all the chocolate. There's I still something got, like, really like like being a single person in a king size bed. There's something delightfully decadent about getting yourself a giant chocolate candy heart thing. Yeah. Just for you and you're the <laughs> yeah. only one eating it. There's like something really primally delightful about it. I highly I like, recommend it to people. <laughs> I like this that you do this, but it's like, yeah, you know, I still have all of my chocolate from Christmas still. Yeah. Guys. I have not eaten. I, I, I've eaten just a little of it. Um, plus, it's also now Girl Scout cookie season. So I got enough crap that I shouldn't be eating around the house. I don't need chocolates. And I know Christina feels the same way. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, we'll definitely be spending a lot of time together, you know, just because it is my birthday so soon afterwards. Um, but um, yeah, Valentine's Day, not really something we usually go all out for. Um, but we're going all out for it here mm. on Whiskey with Witcher, aren't we, my friend? <laughs> we're trying something different, guys. We're gonna try yeah. a little game, and we kind mm -hmm. of concocted this last night in a fever dream. So yeah. we're not sure this... how this is gonna work. No, I get full... it's gonna this... be interesting. I think it's going to work, and I'm giving full credit to my co-host. This was your idea. Well, I played you off of something it. you said. I kind of alley-ooped yeah. off of something you set me up with. Yeah. So Yeah, but we'll get to the game. Um, but first, um, I wanted to ask, like, mm -hmm. we wanted to start to set the mood. Set um, the mood. Ooh, lower yeah, the lights, the, guys. Put, put some music lights, on in light the background. Some, light some candles. Where's that? Yeah. <laughs> Where's that? Yeah, yeah for candle. Like a gooseberries candle. I have it around here somewhere. Um, yeah, light some candles and set the mood and, like, Talk about just kind of romance and and relationships and The Witcher in general. Um, you know, we talk about shipping a lot on this podcast. Um, you know, Valerie's always, you know, a big proponent of of various ships. Um, I um I've even gotten on board on a few of them. And so we <laughs> wanted to talk about um some of our favorites. Like how did, did you want to just talk about like like our, our, our favorite or how do you want to do this, Valerie? Yeah, I guess your favorites. I was trying to think of like canon ships versus fanon ships, which are like fan oh, canon okay. ships. But there aren't that many canon ships, at least in terms of Netflix Witcher. You well, know, there's go ahead. Well, yeah. Well, I'm just wondering, OK, like, you know, I, there isn't a lot of um, like canon ships, but there are, um, you know, there are some like like I guess the big one, obviously is um Jennifer and Gerald mm -hmm. like do you do you like them as a as a couple like what do you think of them as, I like, liked them in season 1 I really mm -hmm. liked um the dragon episode before it all went to shit I thought mm -hmm. that was a very sexy like the kiss was very sexy I like that you know that the whole thing is that they stayed with each other which is the first time that they've actually like spent the night together and they both stayed and I really liked the the emotional resonance with that Mm -hmm. Season two, you know, I, I, I've talked before that season two is kind of a sexless season and it's kind of a, the chemistry is not really there for a lot of the romantic stuff. And but 
it opened up the window for my beloved Yenskir, which I am totally on board with. And like, All right, but you're getting you're getting to fan. We'll get to yeah. fanships in a moment. Like, what about what about Geralt Renfrey? That's a camera. I did show, like right? Geralt Renfrey. That is true. Yeah. That is a good thing that you brought that up because I thought they were very good together. And I was yeah. like, having not been familiar with the series before starting it on Netflix, I honestly was sad that like she died in the episode and they weren't yeah. going to go off and have adventures because I would totally have been game for I a feel, series with Geralt and Renfrey going off and like doing doing shit, you know? Yeah, and maybe controversial opinion here, but I feel like if she hadn't died, I think they would have been a lot, like Geralt's life would have been a lot different, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I think it would have been a lot healthier of a relationship, mm -hmm. honestly. Like um, they both had, they, they clearly have issues. They have things that they need to work out and hers were so bad that ultimately she basically sacrifices herself. You know, like it's, yeah. it, it clearly, you know, there's that. But if she had been able to, if she had done what she said and she had left and walked away from it, um, I feel like they, you know, they would have been able to kind of support each other and help each other in a way that um, that probably would have been a lot healthier for both of them. Um, well, I like Geralt and Yennefer um, as a couple like, you know, um, Yennefer is I mean, I certainly love um, Anya Chalotra's portrayal mm -hmm. of her. I mean, she, there's a lot I really like about Yennefer. Um, I've said this before. As a matter of fact, I said it on our last side quest with um with joanna that like i i wouldn't want to be in a relationship with her myself and so it's just like i just i feel like it's too volatile um too you know too always unpredictable and stressful and so um yeah i i i i think like honestly renfrey would be would would maybe be a better um, um long-term relationship if she hadn't been killed yeah, so. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned Renfrey because I, I yeah. forgot about her and she's awesome. And I, yeah, they yeah. definitely were very steamy. I was a fan of their whole interaction. And she was very just like forthright and sassy and tells it like it is. And I think that works well with Geralt, who's a little more reserved and a little more taciturn. So, yeah, yeah. And he did care about her. Let's yeah. not forget. He takes that. What is it? The, the, brooch, the necklace yeah. of hers. Yeah. Now her like, little and, pin. Yeah. 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 And so um, so I think he truly, at least on the show, you can make the argument, maybe not in the, the, the books, but on the show, he um, he does, I think, um, have real feelings for her. And I do think she matters to him um, like she's, you know, she that little flashback you get at the very end. I mean, I don't think that's just there for show. I think it's right. showing that like he really did. She was one of the the, the loves of his life, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So. Um, so, yeah, so I, you know, I certainly like that. And I think, you know, it's weird to say I prefer that um, that relationship over Geralt and Yennefer because there's just so much substance to Geralt and Yennefer, um, especially even like, you know, when you when you think of the story as a whole and the stuff that the show hasn't gotten to yet. But, oh, man, um, I just think, you know. I would have liked to have seen Geralt and Renfrey be a thing. I still, yeah. you know, I still am like, man, every time I see that episode, I'm like, oh, why'd you have to do it, Renfrey? Why'd you have to do it? <laughs> <laughs> and um, Emma Appleton is also very attractive. I'm, yeah. I, you know, I, I, <laughs> like Anya Chalotra is very attractive. So is, so is Emma Appleton. They're both, you know, very easy on the eyes. So I don't mind looking at I think like 90% of the Witcher cast is very <laughs> easy on the eyes. Yeah. It is. Um, a, a wholly very attractive cast. 
Now, like, you know, and before we get on to Fannin ships, mm-hmm. there is also one other big Canon ship, which is Istrid and Yennefer. That's so. true. I do like Istrid. Now, I their relationship is kind of toxic. It kind mm-hmm. of doesn't work long term. Mm-hmm. But I definitely really appreciate the earlier scenes with them and the fact that even though they were doing kind of a spy versus spy on each other, the fact that we got to see Yennefer be sexy and desirable in her original body really meant a lot to me and was really, really cool to see that this guy found her attractive, even though she wasn't quote unquote conventionally beautiful. Mm, Like that was just a really nice relationship. Even though there were some toxic elements to it, like on the whole, it was really cool to see that on screen. No, I agree. Like it's it it really is. And that isn't something that, you know, I expected or that you would like when you first see Yennefer in episode two of season one and, you know, she's still the hunchback and she's in the whatever that like ra- those rags that she's wearing, yeah. whatever they are, you know, um, on that farm. Uh, like, like, would you have thought? You know, an episode later, you'd be getting a sex scene with her, you know, like, like, you know, pretty sexy one with her, you know, like, you you know, you would not have thought that, you know, like, that's just not, you know, that's not where your mind goes when you see sort of um, um, non-traditionally looking characters on these shows, characters who are not like what most people would see as attractive. So the fact that, you know, one, um, Netflix portrayed it, but two, that that Istred as a character um you know did seem to really care about her mm-hmm. and he does like you know yeah there are there are toxic elements you're right but he does care about her oh and it goes both um, ways like she's yeah. spying on him as much as he's spying on her yeah yeah like i sometimes think like they're an example of a relationship where you know they're people who under different circumstances could have probably been ideal for each other but they just kind of got involved at the wrong time. They want different life. things from life. Yeah. 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 At that time. Yeah. Um, like I feel like that scene later um, in season one where, you know, they they meet on that dig site and they have the moment and then eventually he's, you know, that they kind of dig up the old baggage and he's like, you chose power. Yeah. Is that when he says you chose anyhow? He walks I think kind so. of yeah. walks away. Yeah, you chose power. Yeah. Um, and um the thing is like I feel like at that moment in their lives, they were probably in better places to be involved with each other, but that past baggage ruined it. So Mm -hmm. it's like if they met each other for the first time at that point in their lives and, you know, and were attracted to each other and hit it off, that could have been a different Mm -hmm. story entirely between the two of them. Um, And um, and so it's just like I just think they're that example. And I've certainly had I feel like examples of those sort of relationships in my lives. I think a lot of us have. Where it's just like, you know, you're not bad people. You're not necessarily even bad for each other. You're just bad for each other at that particular moment. It's just not the right time. Yeah. And um, and I think that's maybe what Istrid and Yennefer are. So, um, so yeah, you know, um, we could also talk about uh, Tessia and Vilgefortz, but no, I don't yeah, want to. Yeah, or um, <laughs> yeah, Francesca and Philavandrel, who we didn't even yeah. know were a couple. And so we were all yeah. like, wait, they're yeah. with them? He's the dad, the dad of the baby? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, sure. But 
I think we should move on to the fan end. Okay. Well, though. I tipped my hat already. Like, yeah, Jan what's Skier, your skier, Jan skier, Jan Is that your favorite fan? It kind of is. Your favorite. So really? Season, okay. Season one, I was all about the Geralt. Yeah, skier. I was all about the yeah. Garrus skier because, like, I really like the dynamic of one of them's big and buff and grumpy, and the other one's like a sunshine sunshine person, and you know, mm. they're very chipper, and it's a fun dynamic, yeah. right? But there's just something about, and credit to like Joey Beatty and Anya, like Chalatra, their performance was freaking amazing. They were just yeah. so like, the chemistry was off the chain, man, between the yeah. two of them. Both in the episodes that we see them in earlier in the season, as well as the finale, there are these little moments where like he goes to her and he offers her physical support. And you're just like, whoa, what is this? This is cool. So I don't know. I, I like the whole, they're, they're both spitfires. And I yeah. like that a lot. I like that dynamic. I like the idea that they're both, they're both, you know, we've talked about it before, but they're both sassy and they're both very smart and very cunning and very vicious, but in the right way about going after what it is that they want. And they don't, you know, they, they know how to navigate the world in a way that Geralt ne doesn't necessarily, they know how to put on a mask and perform for people in order to get what they want. There's a duplicitous nature to both of them almost, but again, mm -hmm. in a fun way. And I just really, it's kind of fun to see two characters that are both so similar in that situation, as opposed to the opposites attract vibe, which is also fun. It's interesting because, yeah, like I, um, I mean, I can't ever, I can't verbalize it anywhere near as well as you just did like it you just, oh i you feel just, like, like i was just going on some weird rant so i'm glad yeah. it made sense <laughs> no no it was it it so does like it's such a um you know a dynamic that no one expected i think part of it part of why um it it you know it's like become such a a hot ship is because no one saw it coming yeah it was I think just it like just oh hey everyone off guard yeah because you think about it like their first um kind of seen in the in the Netflix series is I don't remember which episode but it's the one with the, the genie the, one the, the bottled gin. appetites yeah. yeah yeah bottled appetites um I think that's episode five but I'm not 100% sure and it's like um it you know their first interact it, it's not warm at all yeah. it's like kind of weird and I remember part of me was like you know like it's saying I thought it felt false to to Yaskir because I'm like come on he wakes up in bed next to a, a, a topless attractive yeah. woman and he freaks out like that's like not something that i think yaskir would normally do you know um or should do it doesn't seem at all at odds or in line with his character and so um you know like that so but that is their first interaction um and then of course you know um um like everything between you know her and Geralt, and then kind of causing problems with his friendship with Geralt. Like he has every reason not to like her. And um, and so, you know, I don't know if it taps into that sort of enemies to lovers kind of a little um, yeah, like, you know, trope that like what makes that trope so appealing to people? Because I oh man, I'm a I am a fucking sucker for that. Trope. <laughs> I am totally, I'm realizing it more and yeah. more. I, I I totally am like I just I, I don't know what it is, but I I I, I love that. Um, and so. Um, you know, like, I don't know if that's kind of what's going on there, but like, maybe it is a bit. I it think just, it's it revenge. Kind of, I think know. it's like getting with your yeah. ex's ex, you know, like Carol yeah. broke both of their hearts in different ways. And the fact that they're like, yeah. like, fuck him. We don't need him. We've got each other. I There's something fun about that. Yeah. 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 So I think um, I think that's, you know, like, I honestly was 
I would say that's my favorite fanon chip as well. Um, you know, like there's um there's one other one which we talk about a lot that yeah. I like. I don't know if you have others that you want to bring up. But the last one I'll bring up um is um just because I like uh, and I like the name um Frinfran. <laughs> Frin Fran yeah. uh, is like um yeah, like talk about like fucking powerful Mm -hmm. women who own their kind of stories and like you know own their lives like you know um at least up until the end of season two yeah (laughs) um you um you know yeah you got these two amazing women who i honestly like okay i guess this applies more to frangilla than to francesca because we don't get her story she doesn't appear till season two um but on the frangilla side like you know really helps bring out um the best side of mm-hmm. Frangilla. Like you get the sense that she's finally doing things for herself rather than doing things, you know, um to appease others, which is what you thought what like you get the feeling for with season one with everything she's doing from Nilfgaard and Kahir and all that, you know, like that that um that dynamic between the two of them really brings out the best. And I think it probably brings out the best in Francesca too. It's just, we don't get a lot of, we don't get a, a before, you know, we only get the after. So, um, so, you know, it, 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 it's just, it's, you know, a really sort of like, um, you know, obviously they're close, obviously they care deeply about each other. It's what makes, you know, um, what happens at the end. So sort of gut wrenching and why I'm like holding on hope that, you know, while Francesca is just, you know, um, angry and wants the world of humans to burn now that yeah. that there's an exception for Frangilla. It's like, <laughs> except for Frangilla. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, she's still my girl, you know. And <laughs> you know, I mean, like, they I'm, had more chemistry than the canon couple of, you know, Francesca <laughs> and Philavandrel. So. Yeah, 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 that we didn't realize. We're, Was a couple, yeah. <laughs> we're a couple. Um, no, for sure. Um, I mean, I like to think that Phil Vandrill is cool with it, though, you know, that he's yeah. like, OK, yeah. yeah and man, yeah. elves are, you know, higher beings that live yeah. a long time. They probably yeah. have different, you know, views on marriage and monogamy than humans. Yeah. So no, I think they do. I yeah. think they do. So I want to think he's 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 cool with it. He's <laughs> now, do you want me to give the. Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> Even though this was your idea. <laughs> it was my very last minute idea. <laughs> Tim yesterday, guys, was like, we should do a Valentine's Day episode. Yeah. And this yeah. is the result. <laughs> so, all right. So what we have is, and and since we're doing this, um, we're doing this like remotely, um, we have to have like these kind of separately. I have, I have a hat. Um, I have a kitchen bowl. <laughs> of names. Valerie has a, a bowl full of names. Um, the point is like, th- these are all names of characters from The Witcher. And we are going to do a series of rounds where I'm going to pull out two names. Um, and then Valerie's going to pull out two names. And um, the names that I pull out, Valerie is going to have to make the argument as to why these two characters should smash. <laughs> improv 101 skills. Let's yeah. see if they're still there. <laughs> and Valerie is going to do the same. And I will have to make the case for her, the characters she draws out of her hat. Um, we'll go one at a time. Um, that'll be a round. And then producer Sean is going to pick the, the, the winner of the round based on which argument he found more convincing. <laughs> and um, now there's blood on all of our hands. Yeah. <laughs> My um, argument, spoiler alert, is going to be because they're hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Like, yeah, we should clarify, like, Valerie and I are not comedians. Nope. We are not improv specialists. Nope. <laughs> you know, this could be a total disaster, but we're yep. going to try it anyhow. Um, I I think it'll be at least entertaining because alcohol. <laughs> um, this is, you know, the second of two episodes we've recorded tonight. We've been, <laughs> we've been drinking through both of them. Um, I'm feeling fairly toasty. Valerie, if you are not, you should, you should, you know, you should try to catch up. Okay. <laughs> because well, this like, is going to be an interesting showdown, I think, because uh, I think Tim tends to gain more superpowers from alcohol. But I also think that Valerie just kind of like plays this game when she's falling asleep in bed at night anyway. <laughs> yeah. So uh, no, we'll see what happens. I expect to get my ass handed to me. I don't know, game. guys. Um, not an improviser. So we'll see how it goes. Neither, neither of us are improvisers. So, um, although yeah. I did take an improv class or two back in the day because yeah. L.A. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, we have our producer, Sean, who, after we record this, can cut it all together to make us sound like we know what we're talking about. So, um, so Godspeed, yeah. Sean. <laughs> One of these days, I suppose I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyhow, you know, like, yeah, we I, I, basically I don't know which names I'm going to pull out. I have a lot of fucking names. I do, too. Hat, Valerie. Yeah, uh, they're all over the place. So you're going to get some weird pairings. I, I, I expect. <laughs> but I also have the main guys. So for all I know, I could pull out Geralt and Yennefer for my. Yeah. Case. All right. Let's Actually, see. can I suggest a rule where if it's um, it is something that like simple and obvious, like I get to you get to veto request it? that you redraw. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Fair enough. All right. First names to get drawn out of this hat. <laughs> oh my god oh no oh my god we're getting we're getting we're getting fucking insane oh right out of the bat valerie okay. right okay uh, uh, right off the bat okay, okay. deekstra oh no and doo-doo <laughs> <laughs> okay well like first off dopplers as previously established can transform into fucking anyone. So what yes. a treasure trove that is, right? <laughs> like you're with somebody and they can be literally anyone you I want know. them to be, including yourself, which let's be real, Dijkstra is probably gonna be all about. Dijkstra is <laughs> gonna totally wanna fuck a clone of himself. That seems like his whole vibe. So I think that Dijkstra and Dudu totally make sense and they should totally smash because what an opportunity to just, you know, like, wouldn't you smash a shapeshifter that could literally be anyone? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mainly threw that name in because I wanted to bring up Doodoo again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like the, the possibilities. We know, the, we know. <laughs> the possibilities are endless, man. And like I'm, Dijkstra is also all about power and control. And I think you could probably do some like some sexy BDSM stuff going on there. He seems like he'd be the type. Although I think he'd be a sub. But, you know. I think it's a different type of kink when it's with doo-doo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do I need to keep going or is that good? <laughs> no, that was, that was good. Although I would say, you know, like. Um, and like, okay, let me go a little further with it. Okay. Dijkstra seems very hung up on Philippa, but my understanding yes. is that Philippa seems kind of gay. So mm -hmm. it's like a creepy consent issue, but that's a way in which he could be with Philippa without actually being with Philippa that's not interested in him because he has a penis. So <laughs> is that is that a creepy consent? Because it's not I don't know. Philippa. It's not you technically know? Philippa, but it is a little weird to have someone be like, I don't know, with your clone, but <laughs> uh, I mean I so guess there well, you that's go. the case if it's anybody besides fucking himself. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
Man, I'm kind of bummed I pulled Doodoo out right out of the bag. <laughs> right out of the I was, bag. Hoping, I was hoping that one would be like a later one, but all right, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, way to drop that one early, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing, it's totally random. Okay. Okay, all right. Uh, sorry, I'm like pulling things. Let's see what we got. That was okay. good, Valerie. God. Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> We've got Rienz and Vilgeforts. <laughs> Oh my. I mean, I mean, is there anything? Okay, this is a hard one because I'm going to try to do this without dropping spoilers. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, first of all, both fucking hot. Like, we yes. can't deny that. These two are like two of the hotter cast members, you know, in season two. Um, you know, they're both they're both into, you know, um, magicians like they both are into magic they're both into like that sort of stuff so they're going to have a lot of like you know um like weird sort of like magic kinks and stuff that they're going to both be into now grant granted Rance, you're going to have that weird sort of like you know um like fucked up face of his like that's a little weird i don't know if vilgefort's going to be into that you know but I um I feel like Vilgefortz is all about the power relationships and all that. So, you know, he probably can get it up for pretty much anyone if it's going to get him on top of things and on top of know, things. Yeah. And um and also, you know, there are some interesting um dynamics here that we can't get into, <laughs> you know, without them being big, big, big fucking spoilers. Um but you know what? It's probably better because it could maybe make this relationship problematic. Anyhow, so <laughs> I just say that that they're both like powerful, powerful men who, um, you know, seem to seem to like at times like maybe have it out for <laughs> the same people. So mm. I don't know. <laughs> Best I can do without like dropping without spoiling. Yeah, yeah. They're they're hot and they use magic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, both good arguments. This is a tough one. Uh, you both like really got to the hearts of what those characters want and how they'd play off each other and both kind of, you know, weren't afraid to bring in the like possibly problematic elements of bringing them together. I'm going to have to give it to Valerie on this one. Yeah, that's Just fair. because she got saddled she... with doo-doo. Yeah. I mean, Although Tim got, is... got saddled by spoilers and not being able to, yeah. The thing is, that's like, true. The thing is like, I, I feel like you put doo-doo with anyone and he's he's like it's always a good a good reason for them to smash because he could be whoever. It could be want. whoever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I appreciated the multiple reasons uh, <laughs> that like really got to the heart of Dijkstra's character of like what he would choose for doo-doo to yeah. to become. So oh, thanks. Uh, Woo. <laughs> all right. So round one goes to Valerie. Do you want to okay. keep going switch off or do you want to go again or how do you want to? Oh, I think, yeah, you should maybe. Yeah, we should do this like we do our, our rankings where you go, Okay, so you pull two first. more for you. Okay. Ooh, okay. Yaskier hmm? and Nenica. And I put dealer's choice as to which Nenica, but I'll let you choose, Tim, which Nenica version you want with Yaskier. I mean, and it's okay. Netflix Yaskier, to be specific. <laughs> oh, Netflix Yaskier. Now, Spoiler do you alert, have... I have Hexer Geralt and Hexer Yaskier, and that's about it. All right. So this is this is Netflix Yaskier yeah. and whichever Nenica I want it to be. Whatever Nenica you choose. I mean, it's obviously going to be Hexer Nenica <laughs> because, you know, um, to steal to steal like Sean's like constant refrain, 
you know, Yasker may fuck, but I'm pretty sure Nenica <laughs> fucks too. Um, now, Nenica has not, on Hexer, has not met Yasker yet, uh, but it's clear she has a thing for Geralt. And, um, you know, like, I just think, I gotta think she's just into, she's, she's a cougar, you know? She's <laughs> like, she's like into the younger men. She's into the younger hot men. And, um, and I think, you know, especially... Like Netflix Yasker, Joey Beatty, you know, young, hot guy who can fucking sing. Like Nenica's gonna be all about that. Like, you know, like like singing like when when someone when when music hits like that, that perfect, perfect, perfect state where it's just like so good, so you know, you're you're just into it. It's a religious state. It's like you know, it's it like 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 it's like, you know, worshiping at like the altar of rock or whatever the fuck sort of music, you know, bards sing. And so I think that's close enough to um, you know, kind of like like praying to um Malatele, whatever you however you say it. Like it's just it's 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 also a religious experience. So I think, you know, like Yes, they would totally bond on kind of like like those sort of things in common. I think like sex between them would be a religious experience. <laughs> they would both be like, you know, crying out for for gods and like all sorts of stuff. It would be, you know, it would be rapturous and um and you know, and then they probably go off to start their own sort of sex cult. And <laughs> that's kind of I think um what would what would happen. And the fact that like, you know, um um, Geralt will be left, like, aside from that, like, I think totally, totally, totally Yasker would absolutely, like, you know, fuck this, like, woman who has been, like, you know, <laughs> kind of, like, like a, a mentor. A mother um, figure. To, yeah, a mother figure to Geralt to get back at him for being such a <laughs> bastard. So, like, like, you know. Revenge, it just, fuck. It makes sense for the revenge side, too, you know. <laughs> and, like, you know, who knows, like, Melita, or Nenica may be into that as well, you know, uh, like, you know, I kept throwing myself at you. You never seemed interested. So I'm just going to fuck your friend. So yeah, like all sorts of reasons why this should happen. And you know, now I kind of want it to happen. So. <laughs> that was what I was talking about when I said that alcohol gives Tim more superpowers. <laughs> all right. Oh, Valerie. dear Lord, I'm afraid. <sighs> oh, oh, God. Okay. Istrid. Okay. And Kahir. Istrid and Kahir. Hmm. So this is me falling back on. They're hot. <laughs> okay. All right. So Kahir, they're very different people, Istrid and Kahir. Istrid seems to be more of a bookworm, more into his ruins, more into knowledge, where Kahir is more a man of deeds and action. He's a soldier. He, you know, follows orders very well. And Istrid, I think, would be good at giving orders. Sexy, <laughs> sexy orders. He could totally tell Kahir what to do, both in and out of the bedroom. Um, also, I think that Istrid is has some experience that perhaps Kahir doesn't have because as a mage, he's been around for a while where Kahir has been in the army. And I don't know if, you know, serving the Emperor of Nilfgaard has given him a lot of time to explore his options, as it were. So perhaps Istrid could take him under his wing and, you know, show him the ways of the world. And by the ways of the world, I mean sex. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of sex. And he yeah. could teach him all sorts of interesting things. You know, there's there's stuff in books that you learn 
does the Kama Sutra exist in the Witcher universe? It should. And I bet Istrid has a copy and is more than willing to uh, put it into practice with Kahir. <laughs> That's about the best I can do on that. It's like they never I, interact or encounter each other at all. <laughs> I can't believe you you got through all of that and you did not mention the bone cave once. The bone cave? You think you take Kahir to the bone cave? I mean, yeah. Like, Strip him out of that armor with... that looks like a foreskin. What else? What else do you do with a fucking bone cave? Yeah, yeah. Bone you didn't the mention the foreskin cave. armor either. I wasn't sure how to make it sexy. Sorry, fellas, but you know, oh, it's it's a look it's not, for sure. It is not. It's not a very sexy look. I will agree with that. <laughs> in conclusion, yeah, I think I think Istrid could show Kahir the way of the world in a way that perhaps he hasn't experienced just in stuck in the army under the emperor's watchful gaze. In the bone cave. And the bone cave, yeah. <laughs> in conclusion, bone cave. <laughs> that would have just been my answer, just bone cave. <laughs> just bone cave. <laughs> All right, uh, and it and it would have helped. <laughs> uh, you are getting dinged for not bringing up the bone. Sorry, cave, but Tim is also getting dinged for not bringing up raccoons and other uh, you know, Disney princess like uh, collections saying, of animals. You, I don't. I'm trying to avoid anything involving animals, Sean. I don't, I don't think that's like very. Yeah, that's a but we've established one. they're gonna be around, and you didn't address it. So there was a hot second when I was like, "Do I put Roach in?" And no, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, God, we are so, we share a brain at this point, Valerie. I thought about that, too. Don't worry, Roach is not in the house. <laughs> anyway, offsetting penalties there. Uh, but I'm going to have to give this one to Tim. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, yeah, just the uh, the the mom king, the revenge <laughs> sex, the religious sex, oh. the five other kinds of sex that were all like pretty well addressed uh, in his argument, not just you know kind of listing them off, but like actually giving them their uh, you know proper respect. So uh, yeah, it just it works on so many levels. Well done, Tim. Uh, but yeah, all right. Um, so, Sean, are we going to start? Sean is introducing a kink. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> a kink to the plans. A kink to the plans, uh, such as they are. Uh, so now, because this has gone too smoothly so far, <laughs> I'm going to introduce a complication Oof. to the scenario. All right. Uh, and uh, like a swell game that inspired this move, uh, Pitch Storm, if anybody's played that, at some point in your pitch, I'm just going to stop you. I'm going to roll a die because I've come up with a bunch of different complications. You're going to get hit with one at random, <laughs> and it's going to have to be folded into your description. Okay. <laughs> and All I right. think I'm up next, right? You're up next. Great. Up, yeah. Yay. <laughs> so here we go. So excited. <laughs> All right. Let's see, who do we got here? Every time you laugh on the video, I'm just like, God damn it. <laughs> this is going to be terrible. Ooh, okay. I like this pairing. Um, I like that you got this pairing. Okay. Um, and you'll see why. <laughs> Yaskir, and keep in mind, mine are just general, so it's yeah. not, you know, So it's another Yaskir. Yaskir and Neve. And I put Neve in Queen of Lyria and Rivia. Yes. Specifically because you've played Thronebreaker. Um, okay. You know her as a character better than um, I think I do. So, so Yaskir and me. Okay. I mean, I don't think this is going to get that creative, unfortunately, because it comes back to like 
BDSM, man. She is a head bitch in charge. She is the queen of fucking Lyria and Rivia. She is going to war against the Nilfgaardian army and holding back the forces single-handedly when all these shitty-ass men can't be bothered, right? She's saving the North by herself. She is an independent woman that doesn't have a lot of time to suffer fools. So she needs somebody that can get in there, know what they're doing, know how to fuck, and who knows how to fuck? Our boy Yaskir. That's right. She's going to call up his services. She's going to be like, come on over. I don't have a lot of time, but, uh, you know, let's <laughs> let's do what we need to do and get it done because I've got a busy schedule. So I'm going to stop you there. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to roll the die. Oh, no. Two. Let's see. Uh, the only thing that gets her in the mood is strip Gwent, <laughs> strip but there isn't a deck around. Oh no, that's really funny because they're, they're all Gwent all the time in that game. Okay, so it's there's meta. It's getting meta. So there's no there's no deck around. So what does she do? She uses her soldiers as human Gwent cards. That's right. They all have to watch. <laughs> so she's now using her soldiers to play Gwent with the Askir, and each time one of them loses a round, they have to remove an article of clothing. You know he would be fucking into this. You know Yaskir would be <laughs> fucking into Are the soldiers this. into it? I don't know. Again, <laughs> consent issues. They're, they they follow orders. <laughs> they do follow orders. They're right. a loyal troop that's taking back the North from Nilfgaard. Yeah. <laughs> Part of taking back the North is apparently live action strip Gwent. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, in conclusion, she's a busy lady. She needs someone that knows what they're doing. She doesn't, I mean, she wants to fuck around, but she doesn't have time to metaphorically fuck around. So she needs someone that can get in there and do the job and do it efficiently. See, I'm going to counter and say that I don't think Yaskir is a, a, a quick lay at all. I think he's like- Not a, a quick type. lay, but he knows she doesn't have time to romance anyone, Tim. Oh, she's a busy lady. Yeah, gonna... she- He's going to want to, like, play the music and set the mood and do all that. I mean, she's like, got, you know. like, half an hour, but, you know, she's, she doesn't <laughs> she, want to woo anybody. She's got too much going on. There's no time for that. Wow. Well. <laughs> Just take him back the north, damn it. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I do like this from Gwent idea. <laughs> Live action. <laughs> oh. Making all the soldiers play the cards. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. My turn. Okay. Who <laughs> I, we think got? I, I feel like that's a really good argument. I don't know how well I'm going to do on this one. All right. Okay. Let's see who you got. Oh my God. Okay. You got um, Full Test and Stregobor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to flat out say neither of those names are even in my app. <laughs> I can redraw if you would like a redraw. No, 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 I can. No, no, okay. Let me, let me, let me try. Like, I feel like there's a, a connection there. Um, you know, like... like I've, I've got one for you if you need it. <laughs> no, like, like okay. So you got two types here. You got, like, um, one who is a guy who desires power and desires control, and one who is a guy who has power and has control. And, um, you know, and I feel like like that is going to be something that certainly is going to be very, very, very attractive to Stregobor. And let's be like real with Foltis, like, you know, 
not to be icky, but it's in the story. Like Foltest is, you know, his he's he's kind of was into really into his sister. That was yeah. like the love of his life. That's what we know about him. I don't know if he's ever married after that. I think like it was like his sister, and he wanted, you know, his his the 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 child from this like you know this incestuous relationship to be saved. So his I love. Think it's a great spot to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Foltest has arranged for a traveling bar to set the mood by playing some music <laughs> right there right. in the room. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that that only makes sense because like, <laughs> here's, you know, to finish what I was saying, like, like, like Foltest, he was in love with, with his sister. What's her name? Ada? Ada? Yeah. Ada, like I think. Yeah. Um, he's, you know, he's, that's his love. So any sexual relationship he's going to have is just going to be a relationship of convenience you know like like stregobor is a powerful sorcerer he has like the ear for better or for worse of like the brotherhood you know he's going to bring a lot of like kind of clout and power um and i think you know he'll also feel like he's getting something in exchange from full test full test you know um like we'll have to still do the the wooing and like win him <laughs> over. So yeah, he'll set the 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 scene by having a little bard play, you know, to build some like kind of romance, you know. So Stregobor, you know, is kind of in it. Stregobor will cast that weird spell with the like the the naked people picking fruit. So you'll have music, naked people picking fruit. Like of course, who like you know who wouldn't like want to get it on under with that like around them. You know, these guys are going to get naked. They're going to like, you know, like, 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 like really have like some crazy, you know, strange, magical, you know, sex. I feel like, you know, like Foltis is definitely the top in this relationship. Like he's going to, you know, want like the control because he's the king. Unless, although maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's like he wants to be dominated because he's always in control. So maybe it's the other way around. But like, whatever it is, you know, I think it's going to be kind of like efficient. I'm not going to say this is like going to be a sexy moment, like, like sexy. Like, this is not a sex scene we're going to want to see on camera. Like, you know, we're just, it's just going to be so efficient. And, um, you know, and like, yeah, I think ultimately they'll get, they'll both gain some power from it. Um, and um, they'll like, you know, maybe who knows, maybe it'll finally be what heals like Foltest's weird, broken, you know, heart. And he'll actually fall in love with Stregobor. Maybe Stregobor will actually, you know, fall in love with Foltest. Maybe it'll be a whole, you know, The Last of Us sort of thing. Weird opposites attracting and making them better people. And ultimately, you know, maybe they'll both leave poor Siri alone as a result of like this like sexual relationship. And um, poor Yennefer alone and like, you know, go off and chill and just kind of like, you know, have like lots and lots of like, you know, orchard sex, magical <laughs> orchard sex together, um, you know, and, 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 and live happily ever after. Maybe that'll be <laughs> what ends up happening. Uh, well done, Tim. Yeah. Okay. Both good arguments once again. Uh, I, I I liked watching you guys both have to pivot. <laughs> and I think both were pretty well executed. I got to give this one to Valerie. Yeah. Uh, I was more impressed by her pivot. And uh, 
Tim, I was hoping you were going to like really take a stance on who was going to be the top and the bottom because <laughs> uh, as you were describing it, it seemed like it was going in a certain direction. And then, I don't, yeah. Uh, like you, you had already convinced me of what the right course was and then you just never really landed on anything. Yeah, because I thought I started second guessing myself because I'm like, I don't know, maybe, maybe kings like to be dominated because they're always the ones in control. Maybe. I mean, that tracks. Yeah. Maybe like, you know, in the bedroom, it's like they want to be the ones to, to be dominated. I could totally see that. Domination seems to be the through line to all of <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, S&M, yeah. baby. Yeah, yeah. I definitely see Stragabor at the top there. And I, that's definitely where you seem to be kind of like, you know, leading that. And then, <laughs> you know, I was ready to hear your argument if you reversed chorus, but then you were just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think you got to commit. I think I changed my mind. But yeah, yeah, uh, I could see why that sounded noncommittal. Um, anyhow, I think Valerie's was more fun with the. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Live that action. Was, yeah, that was live action. Uh, LARPing went. strip went. Yeah. 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 You're, um, you're getting a golf clap for that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do we got? We got like two more rounds now? I think so, yeah. Okay. Okay, draw for you again? Yeah. Okay. Do, 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 do. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> I got a cannon couple. Should I get rid of one of them or. <laughs> Well, like, say them and... I, I got Daryl and Yennefer. <laughs> really? Oh, boring. Boring? All right, I'm putting them both back in, just in case. Put All them right. back in, yeah. Just... Half of this podcast is talking about why they should smash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could have... Okay, had a fun I got a really random one. I Let me two. know if you want to veto these. I did um, Sabrina pictures. and Cohen. Hmm. What do you say, Sean? I guess it's your call. I mean, this is the game, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we know this is very random. So, you know, there's not a lot I can pull from, from, you know, um, like things. All right. So what, what do we know about these characters? Well, we know, if, well, we know a few things. We know witchers and sorceress, sorceresses seem to have a thing. I don't know. They, they seem to be drawn to each other. Like, you know, obviously there's Jennifer and Geralt. But if you um, have played the Witcher games, there's like some suggestions that Lambert and Triss have also hooked up. Like there's just and Lambert and Kira maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so like there's there's there seems to be a thing with like you know Witchers and sorceresses. So you know the fact that Cohen's a Witcher and Sabrina is a sorceress, um, you know, certainly like like lends things. There, you know, getting back to to Valerie's. Um, argument you can't argue that they're both not really fucking hot like these two are really fucking hot like i would watch i would watch the hell out of this sex scene um so you got that going for you um but then let's think about what else we know of them Cohen is this weird sort of like you know um um like kind of like he's a, he's he's there at Kermorin, but like he wasn't like uh School of the Wolf or something like that? Is, is that correct, Valerie? Like, um, from what a... I've been told through fandom, he's, he's not, not, although I've not found proof of that one way or the other. Yeah. In the Netflix series, I believe he is a wolf just for the so, sake of having people so, in there. So he's just kind of like, you know, sort of oddball. He's also one who people who have uh, played the game and watched the show but not read the books or like kind of like, what's the deal with this Cohen guy? He's not in the game. You know, what's the deal? And so um, so he's a little bit of an, an off kilter sort of character. Sabrina is um, is kind of like, you know, the hot girl at the at the, you know, um, Eretuza and 
in the the Brotherhood in the Lodge. She's like the hot, you know, popular girl. She's the girl that like, you know, she's also the one that the teacher likes that like, you know, um, is like all the ones guys are into. And so that's her. And so like, we know, we know, we know it's a, it's a, a trope for a reason. The kind of like weird sort of like off, um, um, like kind of outcast guy and the really, 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 really hot, attractive girl just seem to work. They just seem to work. It's like a traditional romantic comedy trope. Well, like, we let's see, see if they continue <laughs> after we introduce a complication. You're doing good, Tim. I'm very impressed so far. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sabrina and Cohen are trying a little role playing. <laughs> And Sabrina accidentally calls Cohen by his father's name. <laughs> but, but Cohen wouldn't even know who his father is. So it would be like, okay, all right. You, you, you calls him Besimir. Call, you want to call me Calls him Besimir. <laughs> all right, fine. <laughs> I was going with an argument, but now I got to pivot. Okay. Um, you know, I think Cohen would be into it. He'd be like, all right, call me daddy. Call me by my daddy's name. Like, yeah. You know, like, let's face it. Like, um, you know, like, like witchers, they like take like, like potions, they change their bodies. They like, they live for all this time. They get into like weird sort of like, like toxic states. They're into some kinky shit. So I think he'd be into that. Um, and you know, and if he's not, you know, Sabrina could just say, oh, 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 I'm sorry. I was under control. Brain worms. Just like, you know, forget about that. Wasn't me. Um, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, Residual like, brain worm. You'd be like, he'd be like, okay, all right. I, I get it. It's cool. It's cool. You know, just like, you know, like, like, you know, bite my ass again. And that'll be, you know, they'll be good. So yeah, you know, this, I think, I think this works. The effect of long-term brain worm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh. Uh. I guess We're I, all right. Yeah, all right. So well done, Tim. I guess I got. I'm drawn for you yeah. now, Valerie. The right, dear Lord. Get. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. No. I want, Every time I'm you smile, I'm like, shit. I think you'll like this one. Okay. Um, Yennefer and Calanthe. Ooh. Okay. I mean, Yennefer and Calanthe. You've got two powerful head bitches in charge. Yeah. What's not to to love about that? Also, both with killer fashion senses. So I'm sure that the uh, the costumes and the role play and the dressing up is going to be super, super sexy and fun. Also, who doesn't love stripping people out of armor? That's a good time. Um, they're both very fiery, passionate. I would assume they're both very passionate in the sack and very fiery, passionate lovers. Might be a little bit of um, a, a back and forth for control. There might be some headbutting at first trying to figure things out, but I'm confident that they're two women that you know, for all their brashness are also educated in the art of diplomacy and can communicate it out. And it would be uh -huh. very, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yennefer is so hungry that her stomach <laughs> is about to start growling. She has to convince Calanthe to work some sexy food plans okay. and not spoil the mood. <laughs> I mean, they could 100% work in sexy food play. That's not even a problem. You think that's the kinkiest shit Yennefer's done? She's fucked people on top of a stuffed taxidermy unicorn. <laughs> food play is like nothing. Food play is vanilla. Food play is a about, day in the life What of... about Calanthe? Is she into the, the kinky Oh, shit? I think she, she would be. Yeah, why not? She's a queen, man. She likes to mix things up. She likes to be commanding and, you know, magnanimous. They could even do some interesting, like, servant ruler role play or vice versa. Maybe Calanthe is the serving lady and uh, Yennefer is the queen, you know? 
Also, you know, Calanthe, there's also a um, interesting back and forth there because Calanthe doesn't seem to like magic much and also seems to hate the elves. So I don't yeah. know. There might yeah. be some hate fucking Calanthe, in the future. Calanthe is half, or yeah. um, Yennefer is half elf. So. Or a quarter elf. But yeah, quarter there's elf, some yeah. like, there might be some potential for a hate fuck here and there, you know? Maybe Yennefer finds out about Calanthe's history and is none too happy and, you know, uh, shows that in their bedroom activities. Sorry, guys, that one wasn't so great. <laughs> I'm like, they're hot. <laughs> hot lesbians. Hmm. 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 This is a tough one. Is it a uh, tough one? Is yeah. it a tough one? I feel like Tim was far superior. <laughs> oh, like, I, don't, I don't have an overinflated opinion of my ability to do this sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I think, Tim, like you, you had to try harder to make like the initial uh, like, you know, the initial pairing work. But uh, Valerie, I think I, I, think I made it work, though. <laughs> Valerie, <laughs> Valerie, Valerie work. really Valerie delivered more on the pivot, I think. So. <laughs> hmm. Valerie did bring up how they're hot. <laughs> um, well, you both did that. Yeah. Uh, damn. I almost want to call this one a tie. This is not a fucking tie. I'm normally really, 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 really humble, but I'm yeah. like, I'm like, this I was, one I I feel was like proud of. I, I thought you did a All good right. job. All right, Tim can have it <laughs> because that makes it two to two, which makes this the tiebreaker. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, well, go draw for me, I guess. Let's see how this goes. Hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to say if I like this Tim. round. All right, this is random, but I like okay. it because it's you know it's hot. It's like okay. really hot. Like okay. I would want to see this. Um, Tissaia, okay, and Renfrey. Tissaia and Renfrey. Well, we all know that Tissaia has a thing for lost girls, right? She finds mm. these women that are kind of mm. like I like not, it. Not, yeah, they're well, uh, maybe have some self esteem issues. Maybe they come from mm -hmm. shitty family situations. They have things going on. And Tissaia likes to collect these women and kind of take them and mold them and turn them into, I don't know if we'd say the best version of themselves necessarily, but she she has a thing for that. She's got kind of a mommy kink. And I think Renfrey has been abandoned by her family. She's been on her own for a long time. She's looking for someone to fill that void, to fill that that sexy, stern, school marm kind of role in her life because she hasn't had that before. And I think to say- You know what else she potentially hasn't oh, had? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Valerie's so good so far. That's such a good argument. <laughs> There's a knock at the door. Draw another name. This is now a threesome. Oh! <laughs> oh, Sean. A plus, like, you know. Um... Yeah, this is good. Okay, let's see. <laughs> so fucking random. I love it. Borch. Borch. Well, look, man. Borch, also a fatherly figure. He's been around for a while. He's seen some shit. He dispenses advice. I think he would see Renfrey and be like, let me tell you the way of the world, little girl. And by way of the world, I mean all of the world and all of its pleasures. We know Borch likes a threesome, a foursome, a fivesome. We've seen him. He could he could definitely uh, get this thing going. He could definitely get to say and Renfrey on board like that because he knows his way around a group love situation. 
And I think to say I'd be down for it. He's a golden fucking dragon, man. How many opportunities, even as a sorceress and the headmistress of Eratusa, do you get to bone a golden dragon? Am I right? So I think to say she's gonna she's gonna enjoy the like mommy kink with Renfrey, where she's you know taking this girl and kind of showing her the way of the world and being that sugar mommy kind of figure to her. But also she's got this guy that's probably older than her because he's a dragon and maybe he can show her a thing or two. So she's teaching, but she's also learning in the (laughs) sexiest way possible. (laughs) I gotta say, like, that was amazing. I I don't see how I'm ever going to like, like, you know, win this Uh. round, but like, um, in my head, I'm just thinking like Taseya and Renfrey, um, like Mayanna Burring and um, Emma Appleton are both like so extremely, yeah. extremely attractive <laughs> actresses, like like so so hot, like these characters and then Borch. And I'm just thinking, I, I didn't specify, but I'm just thinking the Borch from the Netflix series, not the kind of not like more attractive Borch from. And look, or, after the fact, man, they're going to be hungry. They're going to work up an appetite, and Borch knows his way around a menu. And I think Ren would be down for that. She's like, hell yeah, order half the menu. I'm totally game. Let's do it. Oh god. <laughs> you know, but you know, here's the thing. You know, like. Where Borch goes, Taya and Bea go as well. Five some, yeah. Here so we go. I think we're getting an actual orgy here. Is what I think we're getting. I don't know why I'm like making yours even more. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm basically signing my death warrant in this. Like, just becoming a taller orgy. Yeah, yeah. But like you know, <sighs> it's more like I just kind of want to see this happen. Yeah. <laughs> so. Also, so. I just want to one little addendum right there. Like to say is very you know refined and structured, and Rivalry is very rough, and you could have a whole my fair lady thing going on. Where to say is cleaning her <laughs> up and introducing her to polite society but there's always something lurking beneath the surface with Renfrey and no matter how much you clean her up she's always a little bit wild (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) I can't beat this this is impossible (laughs) all right well we're gonna we're gonna try Tim this is gonna be so anticlimactic me going after that Uh, I don't like this one I got one I'm vetoing have another sip Tim you can do it I'm vetoing the ones I pulled I mean, I vetoed a couple too. So yeah. Fair. Okay. You want the last one to be good, at least. Yeah. Give me a second too. Okay. We got Yennefer and Fringilla. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Oh, God. Oh man, I have to avoid spoilers again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you another one if you no, don't no, want to no, no, be. No, I'll, I'll, I'll try because I think I can work this one a little bit easier than the other one. Or I could tell you what the first one was if you would prefer to do that, but I didn't think it was as good. No, let's do Jennifer and Fringilla. I mean, okay. I'm going to lose this round. Let's be real. I'm going to lose this round, <laughs> but I'm going to give it my best shot. Um, and I'm going to start again. You know, common theme, you know, but hey, this is why we love this show. They're both really fucking hot. Like, <laughs> they both really are. Um, and they're at odds with each other. What did I, what did I say? Enemies early, to lovers. Earlier, yeah. Enemies yeah. to lovers is, I don't know what it is, but there's something just kind of really amazing about that, 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 that trope, that dynamic, you know, people who hate each other 
who like want to kill each other suddenly realize, okay, but you're also kind of hot and I kind of want to stick my mouth on yours. And I kind of want to like, you know, start like, you know, touching like the, the dirty bits and like getting into you, you know? So it's just kind of like, I don't know. I don't understand, but it's just like hot. And, um, and you know, like, like, like they're one one degree away, you know, like what is it, the six degrees of separation? They're yeah. one degree away in that, like, they both have had weird, hot, sexy moments with Kahir, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, like, okay. And <laughs> uh I'm guessing you're this you're going with uh Netflix Yennefer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I mean, Hexer, yeah, it's kind of hot. Uh, 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 well, okay. in the middle of the gettings on, such as it were, her glamour falls and her appearance is now that of Hexer Yennefer. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, I think, like, you know, um, Frangilla is going to be like, okay, what the fuck? But, like, you're still really fucking hot. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, like, why would you put a glamour on when you look this good? I mean, come on, you know? <laughs> um, like, like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like that would actually probably make the sex even better because like the baggage that they had, you know, it's like, oh, the person I thought you were, you're not that person. You're, 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 you're totally different. You know, you're still stupidly attractive, you know? And, um, and like we can like now just like fuck without any of this sort of baggage. Um, let's get it, let's get it on, girl. Come on. Um, you know, this weird, this weird, you know, witcher guy you had this thing for. Um, you know, like forget it. You barely know him. Like, you know, you didn't even like, you know, really meet him the way that you were supposed to meet him. You like just, you know, randomly met him. So like forget that guy. Be with me and let's fucking take over this world. You know, because like, like, yeah, you know, I got this friend, um, Francesca, you know, you might want to meet her, you know, and we can be a bunch of a trio of fucking powerful, like awesome bitches who just like, you know, get it on. And hey, want to bring in, you know, Francesca, you know, like, I think she'd be down for that, you know, like, like yeah, this is even better. You know, let's do this. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, like, like, I feel like, you know, this, this. This coupling actually makes sense. And, you know, it would, you know, get Frangilla, like, you know, to kick, like, um, you know, Kahir to the curb. So, like, that would never be an issue. And, yeah, you know, they would realize, like, you know, when they were both circling Kahir, what they really were, like, gravitating towards was each other. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, you know. I, 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 I feel like this, you know, this works. The only problem with it is I think they would like be so powerful. They take over the world and, um, and that wouldn't be good for, um, Geralt and Siri, but you know, but there'd be so much sexiness happening with Yennefer and Frangilla that like, I don't think any of us would care. We'd be like, okay, <laughs> it's a weird twist witcher, but like, I'm down for it. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I, I like, I, 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 I throw in the towel already because like, <laughs> there's no way I can be, Valerie's, but like, I don't know. I would still totally be down for that. Like, you know, that sex scene. Wanted, <laughs> that, that, was, that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, I did. I did like that very much. Um, slight ding for trying to seduce me with the just thoughts of like bringing in Fringilla for like the threesome when like, that wasn't part of the assignment. Oh, Kahir, um, you mean? Kahir? Francesca. Oh. 
Uh, oh, Francesca. Oh, yeah. Francesca. Yeah. I was originally I was originally going with Kahira, but then you threw that thing, and then yeah, I went with Francesca. <laughs> You're right. Okay. Yeah. But I also was gonna ding Valerie a little bit for not bringing in the possibility of a Borch transforming into the dragon <laughs> for the proceedings. See, that's uh, a little too much outside of my comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> like, no thanks, no animals. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not talking about dragon dick. I'm talking about like, just like you know the ladies doing their thing on a you know dragon since they were the original ah. Couple. I see. Uh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> besides, Going bareback besides, in every way. It may be. Oh, yeah. It may be. It may. Be outside your comfort zone but is it outside of Renfri and Bryn <laughs> probably and, and not you know, so. you know Tasea seems like a lady in public and a freak in private so. Yeah. <laughs> so again offsetting penalties and I have to give that round to Valerie Yay. yeah that's yeah, that, that was that was a, that was that was a foregone conclusion uh, Tim the one I vetoed was Tris Vesemir uh, it's funny the first one I vetoed was a Vesemir too it was actually Vesemir Renfri Oh, uh, yeah, that is a little too random. A little too random, yeah. And I forget who the next one was, but they were all just random. I, but I don't know. Um, you you made gold out of. Um, <laughs> Chris Vesemir would have been interesting. I uh, don't know. I felt like if we do this again next year, yeah. like I, you, you, I, I get to veto. Okay, that, that you would have gone with that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, were, I gotta say, there were definitely some names that never came out of the hat that I kind of wish did because I'm like, oh, I, I think who, who do you wish did? No, I think I feel like we should save this. Yeah, maybe we do okay. this again sometime. You know? Yeah, I have to say this went way better than I thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like, yeah, we're not comedians, but that was fun. <laughs> like, we can all appreciate sexy pairings. Mm -hmm. And, you know, quite honestly, this is how I'd much rather spend my Valentine's Day than like trying to get <laughs> reservations at an expensive restaurant <laughs> that we um, we then you know end up not being able to get reservations for. So yeah, <laughs> um, who knew? That was um, fun. That was yeah. a good time. Yeah, hey, good work, team. Thanks. I enjoyed your little extras that you threw in. <laughs> ah, shucks. Yeah, there were uh, there were a few that I there were a few more that I picked. Some of them I just threw out before the game started because I didn't think they were as good. But the other one that could have gotten rolled. Oops, that wasn't Spanish fly. Whoever it was just drank a witcher potion. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was really hoping Tim would get it when there was a witcher involved, but it didn't happen when there was a witcher involved. See, that so. that feels like that. Like, if I had gotten that, sure, it would have been an obstacle. Valerie, that would shoot <laughs> taking that and run with it. You know, her and her. That's why I was really witch, hoping Tim like, was going to get Like, what's your potion, po you know, or hot? Like, like I don't I don't get it, but, like, you know, Valerie seems to be into it. She would have just taken that and run. So I'm glad that didn't come up, um, <laughs> you know, at least in your round. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was good. Valerie, um, we didn't talk about giving you a, pri a prize, but I feel like the... The, the discounted chocolate candy is on me. So, <laughs> uh, just give me a drink sometime. And yeah, we'll... <laughs> that too. That too. Um, speaking of, before we wrap up, I want to do a quick little toast, like Aww. informal toast. This is a really quick one because um, a friend of the podcast had a birthday recently. Um, so I want to say cheers to Julia Hardy. Oh, yeah. Cheers, Julia's Julia. Birthday. Happy birthday. And so um, I don't know if she's listening um, but she is a friend, and um, and hopefully we'll have her on this this podcast soon. But cheers to her! Brilliant host of WitcherCon. Yeah, and so um, so yeah, you know, I just noticed it was her birthday. I didn't realize it was so close to mine. So um, 
You February yeah, babies. Yeah. So um, Aquarians unite, I guess. But like, <laughs> yeah. Cheers, Julia. You're awesome. Cheers, and, Julia. Um, and then cheers also to all of you listening. I do hope you had a really good Valentine's Day, um, whether you know you spent it doing something romantic or on your own or with your friends, whatever, or just sitting at home watching TV. You know, whatever it is. I hope it was a good day for you. And um, yeah, we wish you all the best. So cheers. Cheers, guys. And with that, I think we're done. <laughs> Valerie, <laughs> Valentine's Day champion, do you want to see us out? Yeah, pretty much what Tim said. We hope you all had a wonderful day, whether it's Valentine's Day or just some random day of the week. And as always, thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye. Bye. See you guys all out on the path. Whiskey with Witcher is a Malcontent Media production by Tim Beadle and Valerie Petrarca. Our producer is Sean Farina. For updates, pics, and behind-the-scenes shenanigans, follow us on Twitter at WhiskeyWitcher and on Instagram at WhiskeyWithWitcher. Want to express your undying love for Roach or recommend a good whiskey? Email us at WhiskeyWithWitcher at Malcontent.media. Who knows, we might even get drunk enough to read your email in a future podcast. If you like what you've heard, toss us a proverbial coin by rating and reviewing this show on Apple Podcasts and subscribing wherever podcasts are downloaded. Cheers! Like, I don't think you want to, like, you know, like, over-enhance that, like, aspect of you if you're, you know, if you're an unsnipped guy. I certainly, yeah. I don't want to broadcast that. <laughs> I was like, damn, Tim, how much are you going to review on this podcast? <laughs> but, yeah, um, let's I see. Think, are it, we still talking about armor? I know, right? <laughs>